Hey guys, this is Ryan. And this is Steve. Welcome to another 60 Cycle Adventure. Yeah, uh, with a hard emphasis on ad. Yeah. Venture. Adventure. Someone on, on the YouTube channel suggested Patrick that. Patrick Nelson. Thanks, Patrick Nelson, for the, for the suggestion. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. Uh, it was both a great suggestion and the only suggestion. Yep. So you win because we were highly gravitating towards it as soon as you posted it. And also you win because we didn't have any other options. Yeah, seriously, no other options. I couldn't think of anything. Actually, this I had this idea, but then I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I can think of something better. And then when someone else confirmed it, I was like, that's it. It's an adventure. Adventure. Advertisement venture. So, so that's what we're going to call these kind of short, midweek, single ad format type episodes. Steve, yep. could you wrap your cord up onto your stand? Just nope, so I can't. We don't risk you bumping your cord. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Ryan, we, you're recording. We are recording right don't now. Don't embarrass me in front of the, our <laughs> legion. <laughs> All right, this first ad is from this only ad. Oh, I'm falling into my old habits. This only ad in this adventure is from Sean Coburn. Uh, we have it titled Belt Sander. You want to read it, Steve? Yes, this is a Fender American Stratocaster. They're asking $700. They're in Chandler, Arizona. 1995 American Strat Relic made in Coronado, California. Plays well and looks good. It's in good condition. Comes with a Fender Vintage hard shell case. And both pit guard kits, white and black. I are there before we get to the obvious with this ad. I see this happen in other ads for fenders, where people say they were made in Coronado. That's not right, unless unless you know something that I don't. They were never made in Coronado, right? I thought that it was saying that the relicking was done in Coronado because I've seen this on other fender ads where they say, "Oh, made in Coronado, California." Fender makes usa guitars in corona california yeah i mean we're doing our geography uh section of the podcast here sure but, but i mean it's significant enough it's you know it's i wouldn't it's want a, anyone to come to coronado in in california and be like hey where's fender yeah uh because you're like don't plan your vacation around that because Coronado yeah, is a great place to vacation. There's no factories there. It's all rich people homes. And then on the other side is an island, basically, here in San Diego. Right. On the other right. side of the island is a Navy base. You know, there's another podcast called Latitude 32 that did a great <laughs> episode on Coronado. <laughs> That's true. You guys should go check out Latitude 32. Uh, we actually hosted their episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On a, it's back in the archives. Was, it came out in early April. Yeah, early April, for sure. Um so yeah, this thing wasn't made in Coronado. Don't look for Coronado in. Don't look for Fender factories in Coronado. I seriously thought he was trying to say that it was relict here. That's possible. Like it's completely possible. Um, I hope that's what he's trying to say. But this this ad was up on the Facebook group, and it got a lot of a lot of heat there, a lot of discussion. Yeah, because a it's lot of jokes. Dumb. It is a terrible relic job, is what it is. I uh, yeah, basically this guy. Uh, went to town with something. Uh, my guess is probably an orbital sander. You think so? I, it seems too clean to be an orbital sander. I think no, this- but like the way you get that curvy edge there on the rest of it, and obviously did it without taking off the pit guard. He didn't want to deal with taking off the pit right. guard, so that's why there's that gap there. So maybe he was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna completely strip this thing," and then he got like halfway through and was like, "I don't feel like doing the rest of the work." I don't understand the idea of like, oh, I'm going to relic this guitar and uh-huh. um, 
or like strip a finish or whatever this guy was originally planning on doing and not taking the guitar apart first. Yeah. Well, no, you don't understand it. I understand it because I've done that. <laughs> it's laziness. I, I mean, well, that's what I mean. Like, I, it just seems lazy to me. So I've, you want, you want to talk about laziness? Like, I bought that Ibanez uh, Roadstar a while ago. Uh-huh. I haven't done any work on it. I bought a, I borrowed a heat gun for you from a month. Now, granted, it rained for the first two weeks of that month. Right. Then I gave it back to you. Steve will not heat strip paint when it's raining. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I don't have anywhere to do, anywhere it, to do it. You didn't, yeah, you, you I don't have, have to do a, it all outdoors. You don't have a garage. Yeah. So. Uh, so then I bought a heat gun like a couple weeks after that. I still haven't done it. But the very first thing I did with that guitar is take it apart. When I got it home, when I knew I wanted to strip it, was take it apart. Yep. Like I took the entire thing apart. So it, anytime I want to start working on it, I just I'm gonna pull the body out of a bag. Yeah. And get to work. Like no, I, this I did, doesn't make any sense to me. I did this thing with my strat probably a decade ago. Where I was like, eh, I don't like this paint color. I'm just gonna start chipping away at it. I didn't use a sander, but I started right, like kind of chipping at it with, uh, you know, screwdrivers and paint hammers, stripper, strippers, and stuff like that. Strippers, yeah, strippers. Uh, so I did this lazy thing where I didn't take it apart and I was just stripping away pieces of paint, and it looked awful. It looked I just believe it. Absolutely terrible. You talking about the blue one? Yeah, the blue it one did look awful. It looked absolutely terrible. It actually looks worse than this. Uh, but this uh, debatable when you call this a relic, that's when it's a problem. When if you the guy was honest and, and said, I quit stripping it halfway through because I'm lazy and I just want to sell this, yeah, then I would understand yeah. that. Got got halfway through a refinish. Well, and that's the other problem with this is, and probably the reason he's calling it a relic, he's asking basically full market value for this. That's horrendous. Um, now the I, price is horrendous. I will credit him that this comes with the. The nicer of what I would consider the nicer of the Fender hard shell cases, sure, which is the traditional um, rectangular case. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I believe the period accurate case case to this one. Actually, this one might be. This is. A, I will say this guitar is a little confusing. I don't know if it was part of the relic job or what, but this is a '95. Uh huh. Um, serial number confirmed, but it has vintage style tuners on it. Is that not a thing? No. Maybe he swapped the tuner. So this may have either this, or, or this, he swapped the neck, or this may have been some kind of like fifties reissue. Oh yeah, maybe um, because I think the it's hard to see in the photos now, but I think the logo might be fifties. No, I don't think the lo, the logo is period correct too. The tuners are probably swapped out. Then I guess I don't know. Either way, I mentioned on the group that I think that this would be tempting at four fifty. Uh huh. And a lot of guys were like, "No, you can't spend like you gotta offer three hundred. Yeah. And if and and go as low as it'll go. Well, the way I look at this is, what is the value of the neck, the hardware, and the the pickguard assembly? Right. Because the body's value is shot. Sure. Sure. What What do you think you could flip the neck and the pickguard assembly for? Uh, yeah. I guess in that case, you're maybe looking at even then. I mean, some of those. What do you, USA Next go for right now? I have to look it up. I mean, I the, I base everything off of Mexican prices. So the well, Mexican neck is like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. So, otherwise, I don't really know, um, what that would be for. Um, 
for a USA neck. Uh, it looks like people are trying to sell the deluxe ones for maybe 400 plus. Uh, some of these, like the elite necks are selling. I say they're selling. I'm looking at eBay. I can't tell what the selling format is. I guess I should look at auction because we know buy it now is not uh, great for pricing. Uh-huh. But um, it looks like 250 to 300 maybe. Some for of them the are neck? a little lower. For uh, USA neck? Someone sold one for... Uh, one fifty-seven. But then you know, if you're including tuners, that ups the price a little. Let's let's be kind of forgiving on this. Let's call the neck two hundred. Let's call the pit guard assembly one fifty. Sure. Okay. So, so there you are. There's three fifty. Uh, so I think the body, like if you took the time to strip the whole thing down, like you don't think the body you could throw in an extra hundred bucks on that? Yeah, totally. So that's four fifty. I think four. I'm justified. I think four fifty is a fair price for this if you're willing to accept either the work you're going to have to do on the body or accept the decreased value of the body or just accept the look of the body. You know, it it looks like a really smooth sand job. If you're not super picky, you could probably just take this and refinish over it. Yeah, like if you're gonna do a solid color and not stain it, right? You could just get a. This could be your re-ranch experience. Well, and experiment, you know. For what it's worth, this is a uh, three-tone sunburst finish. So this is a body that's designed to be semi-translucent, right? So you could just clear coat this. Like it's designed probably for a clear coat finish, right? Because they they only they they save this finish for the better pieces of wood exactly for the prettier pieces. So of you wood. could go like really simple and just get some you know Home Depot lacquer or whatever. Yeah, and totally. Fur- furniture finish. I don't know. I don't know uh-huh. anything about finishing. No, yeah. Part. If if you put in the work and finish, all you'd have to do is take. It looks like the finish is really thin. All you'd have to do is take this apart. Yeah. And finish the sand job and uh, in you know it's a little tough in the cutaways there. But you have to hand do that, I think, unless you have the equipment to do it. Right. Uh, you know, a couple hours of work to finish stripping this. Give it a fancy clear coat. Not fancy, but a basic clear coat. And, sure. and you're off to the races with this yeah, thing. Yeah, so I think I would say that this is... Um, if I was looking for an American... project guitar. Sure, sure. But for $450, you are going to have a pretty damn nice playing guitar. Yeah. No matter how it looks when you're done. Yeah. If you don't screw things up, um, and the that's American, always the trick. The American pickups probably sound decent. If you do a good enough refinish on it, like I, I guess that's the rub. Like if you could push under four hundred and did a did a good enough home finish, uh huh, that might take a lot of time, but isn't super parts intensive. So you're not going to get your labor back, right? But like if you say say you spent three fifty on it, you spend. A, a lot of time, which you don't count, and maybe like I don't know how much is paint. How much is the paint supplies? I, uh, well, if you do re-ranch, which is like nitrocellulose sure. in a can, I think those are like thirty bucks a can or something like that. So how many? And then cans they tack are, on like fifteen bucks shipping. So how? So are, do you just need like one can to do this? I I, I if, don't know. If you have a lumber supply, uh, I I think probably you'd be safe with two cans. Two one cans. One can would probably get you there, but if you want to do a lot of sanding and getting it glossy. You're gonna need two cans, um, is my guess. So we say Anyways. two cans from Reranch. So that's like sixty bucks plus shipping. So right, seventy five bucks. So you're in if you hit three fifty, seventy five bucks. You're at four. Yeah, twenty five. Um, 
If you, I have, bet it, I think if you did a really good ref, a good work work on this, which I mean, this is a project, uh-huh. you'd have to know what you're doing. If you did a good job and you just said like, oh, this is a refinished Fender USA Strat, like you could probably sell this for like six. Like sure, you probably sell this for what it's what he's asking as a refin if it looks good. If it looks good, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and you could take it to someone to refin it, but then you'd be breaking even because right. refins can cost like two fifty. Yeah. Um, if you go to if you can find the like a lumber shop that caters to like contractors and and uh and carpenters in your area i'm not talking about like a home depot or whatever or a lowe's right like is you got to find like a place that's like in a business park that consumers don't know about they'll sell they have uh nitrocellulose lacquer it's not labeled as that but i think the brand is mohawk oh so if you can track down a place that sells mohawk i don't know if it how easy it is to come find it in colors but you can get the clear really easy right and you can do a nitro finish on this if you want uh, don't do it around pregnant ladies do you think a place like frost would have it i don't know if frost has it uh, the place i've gone to is over i'm not going to say where it is but i've gone over there with daniel tide from salvage custom okay uh, but it's over off off the 15 basically uh, Claremont area. Okay. Okay. I'm doing geography podcast here and I didn't want Why to. Why did you just name where it was? I can't remember the name of oh, okay. the place. Uh, but yeah, Mohawk is, is, I think is the brand. Uh, don't use it around pregnant yeah, no, ladies. I know. I know you've mentioned Mohawk on the yeah, podcast before. It so. will, uh, it will make the babies not so good. So if you use it around, <laughs> if you use it around pregnant ladies and it takes a long time to cure. So think about that, you know, don't yeah. go like, Oh, uh, I'll use this here, honey. Leave the house for a day. Yeah, no, like nitrocellulose is like straight out for my yeah. living situation. Yeah, no, like kidding. if it's not dry in an hour, I can't use it. Yeah, no, it's it, this stuff takes months to cure. So, yeah, if you have a shop somewhere or, or a detached garage or something, that's different, but you know, be safe with this stuff. It's, it's, uh, California laws are against people using it for a reason. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Read up on it. But uh, it it gives you that classic finish for sure. All right. Do we have anything else to say about this? I don't. Yeah, either do I. I'm all done. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thanks for going on this adventure. Yep. Nice little adventure. Glad but- we made it back home safe. <laughs> all right. See you guys uh, when we have our regular episodes. And then a week from now when we have another adventure. Later. Bye.